This is It Was a Thing on TV. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the dregs of humanity. Episode 190, Submission 396. Herb. Not that Herb. The other Herb. Herb was an advertising campaign for Burger King from 1985 to 1986, created by the J. Walter Thompson Agency. Well, I don't know about you guys, but I'm hungry. Oh, yeah, I'm hungry, too. You know what I'm hungry for? What are you hungry for, Chico? A flame-broiled Whopper. Oh, yeah. Fully loaded. Oh, yeah. And the best part about Burger King is you can have it your way. You can. You, you don't can... want any tomatoes on it? You don't have to. They don't tomatoes. judge you at Burger King. Special orders don't upset me. They really don't. No. So why are we talking about Burger King? Aside from the fact that it is delicious. Yeah, why are we talking about Burger King? Well, in 1985, Burger King was on a search. They were looking the entire world for one man. And I'm going to let Mr. Voice give us the details. Burger King now begins a nationwide search for Herb, the one man who's never tasted a Burger King burger. Herb was never what you'd call normal. Herb has never learned to love flame broiling instead of frying. Herb was unusual. Herb was different. Herb has never enjoyed this sizzling whopper. Put yourself together. Herb, wherever you are, start asking yourself, aren't you hungry for Burger King, Herb? What is this, Chico? This man has never had a whopper in his life. This man has never had a whopper. It is light. How does that happen? Well, there's rural areas. Yeah, some places didn't have fast food at that point. Maybe his is a special case because in 1985, there was a Burger King literally two blocks from my house. And now that Burger King is a church's. And if I want a tasty, juicy, flame broiled Whopper, I got a truck all the way to Ramsey Street and across from where the Blockbuster used to be and get me a Burger King there. It's hard. It's hard. Well, I just had to drive down to Shirley and get me Burger King. It's been on the same street corner for like over 30 years as long as I've been born, so... Well, lucky you. Hey, maybe Herb was at that Burger King. Who knows? Maybe. You never know. So, who was Herb, aside from a strange person who has never had a Burger King burger? Well, like Greg said, this is a creation of the J. Walter Thompson Agency. And played by somebody that we talked about earlier in this podcast. A guy by the name of John Menick. 
Yes, because he appeared in the premiere episode of previous installment, The Nut House. And The Nut House, of course, also starring that bastard Charles Logan. Oh, Charles Logan. Oh, leave Gregory Itzen alone. Well, I guarantee you this much. Oh, in fairness, I bet you Gregory Itzen has had a whopper. Yes. And he was also on two episodes of Night Court. John Menick? John Menick. He was on two episodes of Night Court. Oh, Night Court. Rest in peace, Marky Post. Yeah, rest in peace. Oh, absolutely. And we've lost her and Charles Robinson this year. Please please protect Marsha Warfield. Yeah, please. Also protect Richard Mull and and John Larroquette. Thank you. Yeah, especially John Larroquette since we're going to have the uh, reboot series on HBO Max. Yeah. And make sure nothing happens to Melissa Roush, too, because she's dreamy. And she's playing um, John Larroquette's character's daughter in the new series, I think? No, she's playing Harry Stones' daughter. Oh! Oh, that's going to be awesome. Okay. Yep. She's getting in the family business. Okay, so she's going to be the judge. Going to be the judge. So John Medic was brought on to give life to a character who has not had a Whopper. This was all basically the heady climax of the Burger Wars of the 1980s. Because McDonald's was riding high on their McDLT, the hot side's hot, the cool side's cold. And then you have the late, great Clara Peller asking Wendy's age-old question. Where's the meat? Did you know that the McDLT commercials made Jason Alexander's career? Oh, they did make Jason Alexander's career. They did Alexander's. make Jason Alexander's career. It sure as hell was an ear of the comedy. No, but you know what? I bet you it didn't make Paul Rudd's career like the Super Nintendo commercial. Oh, yeah, it did. <laughs> and they actually, I think CBS reused the stock footage from that commercial in the opening sequence of the 1992 National Championship game between Duke and Michigan. No joke. That happened. We, that happened, and we all let it happen. Well, I guarantee you Paul Rudd after that commercial is a gag. Played the clip from Mac and me. Do you want to play it again? Do you want to watch it? Absolutely. Hold on. Of course we do. Let me cue it up. What a stupid question. It's like we want to watch the clip of Mac and me. No, we want to sit here being bored to death. Of course we want to watch the clip of Mac and me. Okay. Yeah, but the problem is Mac and me, they just advertise McDonald's in that movie. And Ronald McDonald showed up. That happened. Ronald McDonald showed up at Mac and me. But we're not here to talk about Ronald McDonald. No. We're here to talk about Burger King. Yeah. We're here to talk about Herb. We're tired of talking about Herb. And this was a 
mystery everyone wants to know. Who was Herb? Who was Herb? It's like, forget where was Herb. Who was Herb? Yeah. Well, we know he had parents. We know he had parents. We know he, we know had, he friends. had friends. We know he had friends. We know he didn't. He's never eaten a Whopper before. Yeah. But again, there's not much else we know about him. We don't even get to see him until a further commercial. Because that commercial that we initially aired, that didn't have Herb in it. It was just, a, there was just people who were looking for Herb. So, where did Herb show up? I don't know. Some, some place? Any place? Any place, I guess. But, here's the thing. Burger King made it a point in their advertising to just make fun of Herb for not eating at their restaurant. Mm. So, Burger King was so upset, quote-unquote upset, that Herb has never eaten a Whopper in his life, which, Chico, that's just pathetic. Absolutely. Mike, pathetic. Mike, you think that's pathetic, right? Th- that's borderline criminal. That's borderline criminal. So let's hear what Burger King had to say about this travesty. We are so upset at Herb for not coming to Burger King, we're offering a Whopper for 99 cents to everybody but Herb. Just say, I'm not Herb. I'm not Herb. And get a Whopper for just 99 cents when you buy fries and a medium Pepsi. I'm not Herb. I'm not Herb. And what if your name happens to be Herb? Just say, I'm not the Herb you're looking for. Remember, a 99 cent Whopper when you buy fries and a medium Pepsi. Just for saying, what? <laughs> no, her- no, Gumby's not Herb. Why did they have Gumby at the- randomly at the end of the ad? Well, well, one thing, remember, Gumby was in syndication at this point. It started, I think, in 85 or 86. Yeah, they were, they were, what were they doing? They were repurposing the old footage or making new footage? What, what were it, they doing? They did a little bit of column A and a, a little bit of column B. Yeah, I guess uh, Gumby went through a revival in the 80s thanks to Saturday Night Live and Eddie Murphy. I'm Gumby, damn it! But I love how they covered their bases. Like, what if someone actually came to Burger King and his name was actually Herb? Well, they covered it. If you went to Burger King and your name was Herb, you just say, I'm not the Herb you're looking for, and they'll give you the Whopper for 99 cents, and they'll say, good. Because that Herb, that other Herb, what a jerk. Won't eat our restaurant. Eat yep. a Whopper. What the heck is wrong with this guy? There you go. Okay, so that was the second one. We would not see Herb. And again, this is all from the agency. Says that he was raised in Wisconsin, worked at a cheese factory, and sold decoy ducks. He can be seen in white socks, black blood pants, and thick-rimmed glasses. Guys, I just found something even amazing than what we saw with the I'm Not Herb. Are you ready for this? Burger King actually made a song begging Herb to come to Burger King. Are you ready? Okay, so, so 
they're offering 99 cent whoppers to everybody except Herb, and they want Herb to come to Burger King. This is I'm, so. I'm, this... Getting, I'm getting mixed messages here. Mixed no, messages. No, wait, they, they just said if any of the Herbs went to the restaurant, just say, uh, my name's Herb, but I'm not that Herb. Yeah. So everybody got the deal. Everybody got the deal. Okay, let's hear this song Burger King made for Herb. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Burger King presents a musical message to Herb. Come on now, Herb. Don't be shy. You're gonna love flame broiling when you give it a try. It ain't number one. It's what's happening. Cause what flame broiling does is lock the flavor in. That was the most 85 thing I've ever seen. Oh, that, wait, was, wh- that was that bleeding was bleeding 1985. That was hot. That was hot. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. So, so I'm guessing they still haven't found Herb at this point. No, they still mm-hmm. haven't found Herb. No, not yet. But if you were watching Super Bowl 20 in January of 86, you got a really good lead. Because we saw John Menick as Herb for the first time. All right. So, America, they finally got their glimpse as to who Herb is. All right. So, here we go. Super Bowl 20. America's finally excited. We're going to meet Herb. We're going to see Herb. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Herb you're looking for. Sometime soon. This man could walk into your life and make you a millionaire. This man is Herb. Now that Herb loves the Whopper, he's visiting a Burger King in every state. Study the Herb poster, because the first person to spot Herb in each restaurant wins $5,000, and everybody there gets a chance at a million and a free Whopper and Pepsi. Spot Herb at Burger King and win $5,000 and a chance at a million. I gotta say, Herb must have saw that commercial with everyone singing and was like, you know what? It is time to come to Burger King. And you know what? It's a good thing, too. Because look look at everybody. They were all happy to see Herb. They were Mm -hmm. all mobbing him. They were all mobbing him. It was incredible. Well, hold on. There's one more commercial. Okay, yeah. It's called Spot Herb. So let's play it. From yeah, the- I believe it's like we've seen Herb, but I don't think we've heard him. Yeah, let's hear Herb. Now the ultimate development in the search for Herb. Herb. Herb, is it true you finally tasted a Whopper? Yes, it was very good. And now you're planning to visit a Burger King in every state? Can you confirm that the first person to spot you in each restaurant wins $5,000 and that everybody there gets a chance at a million? And a free Whopper and a Pepsi? Absolutely. Sorry, time's up, but I'll see you after my trip. Spot Herb at Burger King. And win $5,000 and a chance at a million. I hope he's okay. Did you see what happened when he came in? Look, he was he, he was moonwalking. <laughs> that is peak eighties, right there. <laughs> that is peak mid eighties, early eighties. Yes, Herb moonwalking oh people. Yikes. I thought I thought you were just playing the video backwards there. <laughs> no, he actually moonwalked. He, no, I saw he moonwalked. Oh my gosh. 
<laughs> and you know what's amazing is Burger King had Pepsi at one time. It's like as far as I've known, like all my life, it's basically been Coke. Yep. That's weird. Maybe maybe Burger King was so pissed over the whole new Coke thing. They were like, no, we're going to switch to Pepsi. No, you know what I wonder? I'm going to put a theory out there. Remember that PepsiCo owns as as part of the whole Yum family? Yeah. Well, you know, they they, uh, are associated with KFC, Taco Bell. Oh, yeah. They don't want to promote. And that was around, like, what, the, I think, early 90s? Yeah. So they probably did want to go with anything that wasn't them. I'm sure by that point, yeah, they were exclusively KFC, Taco Bell, and the like. Pizza Pizza Hut. Hut. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Makes sense. Okay. I get that. I'm sure we'll find an answer while we're doing this podcast. But, uh, yeah, if you spot Herb at a Burger King anywhere in America, he'd win $5,000 and be entered for a chance at a million. If uh, then not just the person who saw them, everybody in the restaurant at the time. That's not really fair. If you're the person who spots them, you should get the million for that. Well, if you're the person who spots them, you get five thousand. Yeah, but the thing is, a random person in that restaurant wins a million. That's I don't like that. I I, I mean, you know, maybe if you just gave like everybody in the restaurant ten thousand dollars, and if you gave the person who spotted them fifty thousand dollars. That seems a little fair, but just giving a million to somebody in the restaurant who didn't necessarily know Herb was in there, I don't know. That doesn't sit well with me. Yeah. Well, ultimately, the million was won by a man by the name of Christopher Kelly of Louisville, Kentucky, who spotted Herb at Oxmoor Center. Which, by the way, I believe is still around, the Oxmoor Center. Oh, yes, wow! Yes, it is. Oh, I hope they have like a, a a sign or like a plaque or something saying this is where the person that won the contest met Herb. Yep. I hope they have the plaque. I hope any place where Herb visited at a Burger King, there's a plaque that says Herb was there. And people that weren't born then are going to look at it and say, who the hell is Herb? Well, we told you. Who Herb is. Yeah. There was a bit of a controversy. And oh, doctor. All right. So there's this 11-year-old boy named Peter. He was at the Burger King in Newark, Delaware. He spots Herb. And he by now he thinks he's won 5,000. He's with an older friend at the time. They do not give... Peter, who is 11, they do not give him the money because he was under 16, which is a stipulation in the rules that Burger King said that they did not want students to skip school to search for Herb. Which makes sense if you think about it. So the money was given to his older friend. The boy's parents complained to their representative in Newark. The matter was then brought before the full state Senate, which passed the resolution condemning Burger King's actions as consumer fraud. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah, not good. Yeah. 
money well spent. What can I say? Okay. But now we have to talk about what happened with this campaign. So what did happen with this campaign? Aside from the whole uh, Sky in Kentucky wins a million and an 11-year-old in Delaware gets screwed. There's actually was another Herb sighting. Oh! Another Herb sighting. There was another Herb sighting in March of 1986. Uh Uh-huh. And this time, it was in Bessemer, Alabama. Because he was the first person in that state to spot Herb in a Burger King store. A gentleman named Jason Hallman. But uh, one problem. Jason was 15. Uh-oh. Yeah. And actually, the Alabama Senate, they passed a resolution denouncing Herb as uh, consumer fraud, too. So it wasn't just Delaware. It was also Alabama. But also, I want to add one more thing uh, regarding the, uh, the campaign itself. This is dated December 28th of 1985. And uh, this article is titled Herb is Sizzling at Burger King. I think this is a great story. Burger King's television commercials about an out-of-touch loser named Herb has uh, Herb here sizzling over his name being used as the butt of a joke. Quote, at first I thought it was funny, but I'm getting comments from people about 15 times a day, end quote, said Herbert Paul Shank. They've got an ad out now that says, hey, nincompoop. People say, yeah, I know you. You're that idiot on TV. So I told them I'm tired of their smear campaign against Herb. Shank, 32, a printer, has asked other Herbs to join him with public complaints and pickets. I want an apology and I want them to stop it. If I have to hold them hostage with a ketchup bottle, he said. The national hamburger chain began airing the commercials November 1st portraying Herb as the only person on earth who hasn't sampled its wares. Most of the 200 Herbs who've written Burger King about the $40 million ad campaign like it, and only about four or five have complained about it, a spokesman said from company headquarters in Miami. He says his name goes back nine centuries before the Norman Conquest, and basically says that not only are Herb's getting into the fight, but Paul Simus of Winston-Salem said he had about 45 people respond the week to his radio advertisement, which offered a free drink who came to his restaurant. Anyone who came in here who is a Herb gets a free Pepsi. Because in North Carolina, you drink Pepsis. Now, you may think that Burger King really hit the bullseye with this campaign. They really showed the Wendy's and the McDonald's of the world who was really the king of the fast food mountain. Yeah, about that. In 1986, Burger King's profits fell by 40%. Now, again, people loved the ads, but once they saw Herb, and once the uh, contest came and went, it was lost. The mystique was lost. Yeah. It was all done. But you know what, guys? As we all know from earlier this year, right before 
the Herb campaign was done. Remember, Herb was at WrestleMania 2 for the quote-unquote boxing match between Roddy Piper and Mr. T. And Chico, I know we've said it before, but that wasn't a boxing match. That was a work. That was a work. Piper was a legitimate boxer. Yes! Mr. Mr. T, T, not a boxer. He played a boxer. By the way, the director's cut of the WrestleMania 2 episode, as we're recording this, will be coming later this week on SummerSlam Sunday. Of course, if you're listening to Place to Be Nation, you already got this. So, okay. All right, Joan. Let's hear what you have to say here. Now someone I have been dying to meet. The timekeeper, Herb! Stop suing for the crowd. <laughs> and look, we paused it. We just got that stupid those boats we saw in the, the commercial. Oh, yeah. You got, the, you got the blood pants, got the goofy support shoes. He is in full character here. Full uh, wonder, character. Hey, guys. What do you think Chocolate Thunder and G Gordon Lady and Cab Calloway thought of Herb? They were just wondering where the burgers were, I guess. <laughs> no. Do you think G. Gordon Liddy went with Herb to Burger King after the show? Right before, G- right before G. Gordon Liddy went to Super Password. Oh, no. Oh, God. I, 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 I don't know what to think about that. Could you imagine, guys? Could you imagine... Daryl Dawkins, Cab Calloway, G. Gordon Liddy, Herb, and guys, Susan St. James all eating at Burger King together. Uh oh. Uh oh. Oh no. Susan St. James would be eating at Burger King at this time. She's making money hand over fist on Kate and Allie. Oh, yeah. yeah. This is true. <laughs> uh, well, and, and you know what? You know who was also a timekeeper at WrestleMania 2? Oh, yeah, Claire Peller. But she, so, be- but she messed up her spot, remember? She was mm-hmm. supposed to say, where's the beef? And the mic didn't pick it up. I know. Herb, on the other hand, wasn't supposed to say anything. He was just supposed to play his character. And he did so. And he did so much better than Clark Powell. And in fact, on my Zoom background, there's a picture from WrestleMania 2. If I duck down here, there's like Smoke and Joe Frazier and Mr. T's ring crew. We have like some security guard. And doing his job as the timekeeper's herb, just intensely looking on as Mr. T misses a, a work punch on Rowdy Piper. Yep. Fun fact. Joe Frazier's kid, Derek, he's on Big Brother this season. Oh yeah. Joe Frazier's and, and, and not to date the not not to date this particular episode. He's up for eviction. Oh. Uh-oh. Oh no, I knew you were gonna do that. But hey, they have not played the power of veto competition, so that could all change. Okay. 
He's no uh, Psycho Sid's kid, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. Well, Psycho Sid is the master and the ruler of the world, Chico. Just don't anger him, or else he'll have a pair of scissors. Ouch. He'll release them on you. Just ask Arn Anderson. Wow! Come on, Sid. Sid, what's the matter, Sid? Can't find your scissors? Ouch. So, I guess the question now is... Because we already know where's Herb. But where's John Menick? That is a good question. Well, the last time we saw him was in the movie Captive in 2015 with Kate Mara, Mimi Rogers, and David Oyelowo, who, by the way, played Dr. King in Selma. Hey, as far as Kate Mara movies in 2015, it's way better than the 2015 Fantastic Four movie. Am I right, Chico? Anything is better than the 2015 Fantastic Four movie. And Hey. Fight me. No one's going to fight you on that, Chico. By the way, fun fact, also where David Oyelowo met his wife, Jessica. Wait, in the movie John Menick was in? In the movie John Menick was in. Wow. And she is filming a TV series right now, Call My Agent. I hope it gets picked up by a streamer, because it looks pretty sweet. Okay. Well, if it doesn't, maybe it'll be in pilot month 2028. Who knows? Who knows, indeed. Who knows, Highlander? Oh, and by the way, Herb was not the only thing he's known for. What? Are you ready for this? Okay. According to IMDB, he is... The Sable Sable Man on Arby's, Louis the Lip for RC Cola, a comic spokesman for Mazda, AT&T, 9X, IBM, Dimatap, and Subaru. Oh my god, Herb is just whoring all over the place for different companies. Yep. He now teaches acting in Asheville, North Carolina. Oh, wow! He teaches acting in your home state, Chico! Yes, he does! Yes, he does! Oh, that, that's so great. So, if you're in Asheville, North Carolina, you can see Herb! Yep. He might have a little uh, wisdom growing off the side of his face uh, there, but there you go. By the way, he does have an official site at storypointmedia.com which is an award-winning digital cinema production company. Oh, that's great! Good for you, John Menick. And, and, and it, it is headquartered in Asheville, North Carolina. Oh, that's a terrific! Who knew Asheville, North Carolina would produce an award-winning studio from, of all people, Herb? Well, it's no Pinewood Studios in Yollywood, you know what I'm saying? I mean, we're not going to shoot a, a Marvel Cinematic Universe feature here. Or the, or the Pinewood Studios in London where we'd be shooting like a James Bond movie with Daniel Craig or something. But you know what? Asheville, I'd live there. 
Yeah. How far is it from where you live? Uh, about a five-hour drive. Oh, maybe okay. four, four and a half in good traffic. Okay. So, I guess the story of Herb has a bit of a happy ending. Yeah. Now, here's what I said in the WrestleMania 2 episode. I've always been told this sucked. This campaign was terrible. But if you w- listen to WrestleMania 2, you listen to that Nassau Coliseum crowd. They all love Herb. Yep. Everyone is going nuts for Herb. Everybody so, loves Herb. So I got a question. Okay, I get that the that the profits were going down and such. Mm-hmm. But you saw that. Everyone if Herb was there, everyone would be marking out for him. So it's everybody like, would be marking out for Herb. Everyone was marking out for Herb. So the question is, like, okay. I guess the general public didn't care, but I, I, I don't know. I mean, I you get eighteen thousand wrestling fans in a building. I guess they all go nuts for anything. I guess maybe pretty much. I don't, I don't know. Pretty much. Well, also they probably were. They were probably all had a sugar high from seeing Chocolate Thunder and Cab Calloway and G Gordon Liddy being introduced by Joan Rivers, and also. This gem from Joan Rivers. The ace comedy funny man, Mr. Bob Orban. That's right. That's right, Joan. The ace comedy funny man, Mr. Bob Orban. He's more than an ace. He's more than a comedy man. He's an ace comedy man. That's right. That's what happens when your son later becomes Randy Orton, I guess. I guess oh, so. Or I guess according to Joan, Randy Orvin. The Apex Predator Randy Orvin. Oh no, oh. no, no. Wouldn't, he wouldn't be the Apex Predator. He'd be the, the the Apex Comedy Funny Man Randy Orvin. The Apex Comedy Funny Man Randy Orvin. Okay. Uh, you know what I have to say about that, Greg? What? It's Don't... time for eBay prices right! A herb-based eBay prices. Oh, oh, okay. What is this? Because I saw something earlier, so I don't. I'm putting, it... I put it in the uh, Facebook Messenger chat. Okay. It is that. Okay, I've seen it. So this is going to be clock game for Mike. Okay. Okay. I, I, I have not seen it. So okay. All right. I will let, let me let me tell you all about this. This is a Burger King. I'm not herb T-shirt. Vintage 80s from 1986, campaign made in the USA, good used condition, some wear, some fading, tag sex extra large, but it measures like a slim large, and my guess is it's made by a different uh, company than the one that made my Toei Animations shirt, which, let's be honest, is now garbage. Duh. I have... I gotta get me a new Toei Animation shirt, so if you know somewhere where I can get a good quality Toei Animation shirt with the Puss in Boots logo in orange on it, help your brother out, alright? Okay, Greg? I, I got the clock ready. You got the clock? Mike? Yeah. Your time will begin. Now, I'm gonna, you know what? We're gonna round it to the nearest dollar. 
And your time begins with your first bid. $60. Higher. $80. Higher. $100. Higher. $150. Higher. $200. Higher. Bullshit. $250. Lower. $249. Lower. $240. Lower. $230. Lower. $220. Lower. $210. Got it. Stop the clock. $210? Oh my god! That's, that's a thirty. Po- that's a thirty percent savings from two hundred ninety nine dollars. Twenty point. Oh jeez. Twenty point five seconds. By the way. All right. Not Good bad. job. Good 20... job, Mike. Good job. Two hundred and ten dollars. Uh, oh my gosh. Yeah. But it fits like a slim large, so you know. Oh yeah. It does. Well, too too bad I'm not a slim and I'm I'm not a large. No, neither am I. I um, know I used to be a slim large. Then puberty happened. Hey, hey guys, I got an appeal. Since we know we say things recently, they come true. Uh Uh-huh. 80stees.com, please make a Herb shirt. Or a shirt that says, I'm not Herb. Everyone will buy it. I'd buy it. All the people not named Herb would buy it. Yeah. Or if there's someone named Herb, just put I'm not the Herb you're looking for. There or you, you could get the I'm not Herb shirt and then in black Sharpie write the and you're looking for on it. It could work. It could work. So there you go. Where's Herb? It was incredibly 80s in its cheesiness, incredibly 80s in its execution. It had an incredibly 80s Fate to it, and that Burger King fell off almost halfway. And in 1985 and 1986, it was a thing on TV. Yeah, it was. A very juicy, very tasty, flame-broiled thing on TV. Now I have a desire to go to Burger King. Get me a Whopper, some fries, a Dive Pepsi. No, not Diet Pepsi, because they have Coke now, so Diet Coke. Diet Coke. No, Coke Zero. No, Coke, Coke Zero's tastes terrible in the fountain, to be honest. Okay. So it's Diet. Or if you have a Coke Freestyle machine. I those love the Coke the Freestyle machine. Coke Freestyle machine, get vanilla Coke. You can have cherry vanilla Coke. Oh, I love cherry vanilla Cokes. Now, yeah. v- vanilla Barks root beer right here. Yeah. No, but, for, for, but for serious, though, cherry mellow yellow. Oh, um, Mel um, yell, Dusty Rhodes would approve. Isn't that right, Dusty? Woo! Take it for Dusty Rhodes, the American dream. Make the mellow yellow move. Thank you, Big Dust. Well, you can make the yellow mellow move over to it was a thing on TV.com where we have all of our previous episodes, all of our live shows, all of our mini episodes, and of course, links to our YouTube. And if you're at our YouTube, go ahead and like. Subscribe and hit the bell. Ding, fries it done. Ding, fries it done. Ding, fries it done. Ding, fries it done. I gotta run. I gotta run. I gotta run. I gotta run. I work at Burger King making flamboy whoppers. I wear paper hats. Would you like an apple pie with that? Would you like an apple pie with that? So you can stay up to date with all of our future entries. And hey, it helps to beat the YouTube algorithm. Yeah, whenever we can get it. Okay, so guys, this weekend, we got two bonuses for you. We got a mini-sode coming for you on Saturday. 
And on Sunday, as I mentioned earlier in this episode for SummerSlam Sunday, we are going to post the WrestleMania 2 Director's Cut. Now, of course, as you're listening, we haven't released it yet, or we haven't recorded it yet. But earlier in this week, we recorded a special live show for the Kelsey Grammer, Adam Edge Copeland 2020 classic money plane. And would you believe that this is directed by Andrew Lawrence? Would you believe it stars his brothers? Whoa! We're far from superhuman samurai cyber squad territory here. By the way, superhuman samurai cyber squad also on the list. Oh yeah, we're gonna definitely talk. We we're gonna talk about as many. Oh, and brother love too. We're gonna talk. We're gonna try to talk as much about Matthew Lawrence on this podcast as we can get. But not that episode of CSI Miami. No, Why? not that one. No, no, we don't want to talk about that episode of CSI Miami. I have no idea what Chico's talking about, but it's probably so terrible. I don't even want to talk about it. It, it is. That is an untouchable. That is cinematic gold. But the episode of Law and Order SVU with uh, Logan Paul. Yeah, we'll talk about that one. Uh, yeah. But that's coming up this weekend. What's coming up next week? Oh, yeah. Hey, guys, we're on the road to 200. Woo. Yeah, we are. Can you believe it? We're this. It feels like just yesterday we were celebrating 100. Now we're almost to 200. Well, I, d- don't remind me about 100. Oh yeah, that was oh, the yeah. last episode before oh, I went to the hospital. Oh yeah, I forgot yeah. about that. But you know it's what? It's okay. It's okay. But you know what? The next 10 episodes. Oh, they're going to be some good ones. But oh, hey, we got. Hey. We're going to talk about, as we said, I think we talked about an AKA Pablo saved by the bell, the college years, but mm-hmm. also we got a sequel to an episode we did last year and it came to our attention. Thanks to our friends at fuzzy memories. Because that is, that is fuzzy memories.tv. Go ahead and uh, drop a shekel or two in the dime. Tell them the boys that it was a thing on TV sent you. Yes. And then we got a special mini sode next week. Which I actually referred to earlier this episode. Yes. Coincidentally, just uh, I, I did not know this was happening. Yeah, I actually think I was going to play it this week, but schedule changes and everything. So, yeah. Well, it's fine. But our mini sode coming up on Saturday, guys. Guys. I got 80,000 reasons why you should be excited about this episode. 80,000? 80,000. 80,000? 80,000. And if you're watching... That said 80 grand! Well, if you're listening to this on Place to Be Nation Pop, you're going to be hearing this right after this. But until then, if you're listening on the regular feed on Podbean, we'll be back with you on Saturday for that special mini-sode. It'll all be right here at It Was a Thing on TV. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you later on. Wow! Want her? We want her. 
We were here live at New York Sheraton Center for a press conference called by Burger King, where the legendary Herb will make his first public appearance. There's an air of excitement here as we all await our first look at Herb. Yes, the mysterious Herb, the only man in America who's never had a Burger King walk. We want Herb. Here he comes. Let's watch. We want Herb. We want Hello, my name is Herb. I have asked for the opportunity to address you today so that I can set the record straight as to why I have never had a Burger King Whopper. <laughs> About 12 years ago, I made my first visit ever to a fast food restaurant. In this case, a competitor of Burger King. I had been playing basketball all morning and had worked up quite an appetite so I ordered a large Coke, fries, and a special cheeseburger. I had no problem with the fries or the Coke, but when I bit into the special cheeseburger, my body went into a severe state of anaphylactic shock, <laughs> an extreme allergic reaction to the glue which this particular fast food chain used to hold its hamburgers together during lengthy cross-country shipping. <laughs> When I awoke in the hospital several hours later, I was informed by the doctors that I would be confined to a wheelchair, probably for life. <clears throat> Ever since that experience, I have felt uncomfortable about eating at any fast food restaurant and have suffered from a phobia, probably unwarranted, that my first bite of a Whopper might prove fatal. It is for this reason, and this reason alone, that I have never had a Burger King Whopper. I wish to stress that I bear the fast food industry no ill will for what has happened to me. I have the highest regard for the Burger King Corporation, and understand that Burger King is involved in many worthwhile civic projects. I do ask, however, that in the name of simple decency, I be spared the incessant negative publicity and invasion of my privacy which their advertising campaign has generated and that I be allowed to live out the remainder of my life in peace. That is all I have to say. Thank you for listening.